Before we start, I just wanted to let you know this episode does contain language that some listeners may find offensive. Just wanted to give you a quick heads up. From NPR, it is time for Pop Culture Happy Hour's second annual Song of the Summer Spectacular. Every year at NPR Music, we debate which hits might be remembered as the Song of the Summer. Sometimes it's a frothy pop song, or a star-packed hip-hop banger, or simply a song that gets played on the radio over and over again until we are beaten into submission. Open Gangnam Style! Despacito, quiero respirar tu cuello despacito. Kiki, they love me. Are you I'm Stephen Thompson, and this week on Pop Culture Happy Hour, we are bringing in a revolving cast of my colleagues from NPR Music, each of whom will play us one song, one nominee to be the unofficial Song of the Summer for 2019. I'm going to start with my pal, the magnificent Marissa LaRusso. Hi, Marissa. Hello. Happy to be here. It is such a pleasure. Now, you are going to be our tone setter. Oh, my gosh. We're going to have you start us off. Marissa, give us your Song of the Summer. Okay, so you may know that I am a big fan of a certain beautiful Canadian woman named Carly Rae Jepsen. You like all right-thinking people. Thank you, thank you. And she put out a record this year called Dedicated. It's wonderful. There are like a million songs on that record that could be the song of the summer, but the one that I have chosen is called Now That I Found You. Now, for the benefit of listeners at home, I should note that Marissa impeccably lip-synced that song, complete with praise hands emoji that you acted out. Thank you so much. I learned from the best drag queens in the business. (laughs) So here's some context about Now That I Found You. The first time that the world heard this song, it was not you know, linked to this album. We didn't even hear it in its entirety. It was this tiny little clip of the song in the background of the trailer for the the third season of Queer Eye on Netflix. Queer Eye is a show, of course, about um, having five very talented and thoughtful gay lifestyle experts come into your life and change it forever, or at least like change it very dramatically for a short amount of time, which in my mind is also just like a perfect working definition of a crush, a summer crush. Maybe it's not five gay lifestyle experts, it's just one person or, you know, a book that you really fall in love with or an album that you love. And so to me, it's like perfect that this Carly Rae Jepsen song was in the trailer for this because it is also the perfect song for a soundtrack of a summer crush. It is about like the thrill of new love and about like that total rush of feelings that you get that like probably cannot last forever, but will last at least a little while and like totally change your life in the best way. Carly Rae Jepsen, Now That I Found You, Song of the Summer. I'm here for it. Marissa, thank you so much. Thank you, Carly Rae Forever. Now coming to us from Nashville, one of our foremost experts on songs, summers, and songs of summers, Ann Powers, thank you so much for joining us. I am thrilled to be talking to you, Stephen. Give us your pick. Uh, what is the song of the summer? Stephen, you might not be surprised to hear that my song of the summer is Old Town Road by Lil Nas X, but definitely the remix version featuring Billy Ray Cyrus. Baby's got a habit, diamond rings and Fendi sports bras Riding down Rodeo in my Maserati sports car Got no 
this this song will not die. It will not die. The horse is still running down, walking toward that old town road, and I love it. You know, Lil Nas X, of course, has broken every category boundary, every ceiling of glass or whatever it might be made of with this song, Old Town Road. Uh, The young Atlanta rapper, meme artist, entrepreneur, uh, really has become the music story of the year, along with maybe Billie Eilish. But what makes Old Town Road with Billy Ray Cyrus the song of the summer is Cyrus. So here's what happened. Lil Nas X creates this song. From the beginning, the song has everything. It has a beat that Lil Nas X bought off the internet from a Dutch record producer. It has a banjo. It has a little bit of a Nine Inch Nails song. And it has Lil Nas X, you know, his syrupy, behind-the-beat rhyming style, which is so addictive. It has the most addictive chorus of all. The song has its success in the spring. It made it on the country charts. You can Google it to figure out that story. But the country music industry was not that pleased. And so uh, it got taken off the country charts, but there was a big uproar. And what does Lil Nas X say on Twitter? But I want Billy Ray Cyrus on this song. I think this is a country song and it deserves Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus seeing a golden opportunity. (laughs) Yes. Not a dummy. Also, let's say, you know, someone who's experienced marginalization within the country world himself, you know, he was the mullet sporting, two stepping, line dancing, novelty hit making star of a previous era, who in fact has made many excellent albums and, you know, has always been a Nashville outsider. So he sees this younger artist, he says, yeah. Absolutely. They get together, they make a new version of the song, and the song goes to number one for the second time. And it's still at number one today, and Lil Nas X is riding this thing into superstardom, and I love it. Well, and it's interesting, Lil Nas X, I mean, just dropped an EP called Seven, which is like the first music that people are hearing of his beyond Old Town Road. And you really get a sense of how much this guy still has to say, how much he is not likely to just be a one-hit wonder, in part because he is so fascinatingly post-genre. This EP has has rock, it has grunge and pop and ballads, and and, I mean, it it is a, a short record, and yet you get a sense of the breadth of this guy's talent beyond just this one absolutely inescapable song. You don't need to know the backstory, you know? You don't need to know the memeability of the song and that millions of people made videos on the social media platform TikTok, uh, which plunged him into stardom. You don't need to know that. All you need to know is I'm gonna take my horse down the old town road. I'm gonna <laughs> ride till I can't no more. Because who can stop singing that? Anne's performance of that song just hit number six. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Ann Powers. Thank you so much, Stephen Thompson. Next up, a familiar voice to listeners of Pop Culture Happy Hour, our pal Sydney Madden. Welcome to the show, Sydney. What's up, Stephen? Thank you. It is a pleasure to have you here. Give us your song of the summer. Well, I've been going to a lot of day parties already. I mean, you can judge me if you want, but I'm starting early, and I keep <laughs> hearing the voice of Megan Thee Stallion out and about 
at these parties. So my song of the summer is Megan Thee Stallion's Money Good. Ay, money good. Throw up where I'm from, let them know I'm still hood. I ain't had to get nobody hit, but I could. Before I post a picture, I text, yeah, I should. I ain't got to worry about money good. Ride with some hitters and they push about wood. I don't want to argue about it, baby, yeah, I ain't good. If she got a band, let her in, yeah, she good. I don't got to worry about Man, I hate money good. Yeah, money is good and her career is going well. Everything is good. Everything Megan touches is going to gold right now. She has fire. She has spice. She has bars. She has delivery. She has the wordplay, the book smarts, and the street smarts. She's nerdcore. She's twerk team core. She's everything you want to be and everyone you want to hang out with. And she's got the type of bravado that we're so used to hearing from male rappers. And she's just bringing it so much harder, you know? She's shifted the paradigm and she's really sparking conversation about women in hip-hop and their revisionist history in hip-hop. And she's doing it with such grace and such ease. And it makes you want to root for her even more. She's been blowing up all year. And it really feels like she is about to have kind of that next level full crossover moment where she becomes like a fully a household name. Mm-hmm. She is totally on the cusp of crossover. She was just named a XXL freshman for 2019, and she's been known to drop freestyles on social media just for fun, just to get her word and her name spread around. And she's doing everything right right now. It's, it's only a matter of time. Well, it is a pleasure to have you, Sydney. Great pick, Megan the Stallion. Uh, she is awesome. Thank you so much, Sydney. Thank you. I ain't got a word about money good. Up next, we've got Lars Gottrich. Lars, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Stephen. Now, Lars, you have brought one of several rising stars for, for your song of the summer pick. Give us your pick. Absolutely. This is Rosalia and the song Haute Couture. Lars, tell us about Rosalia. Uh, Rosalia is a, as you say, a, a very fast rising pop star from the country of Spain. Rosalia has very quickly has announced herself as a fusion artist. So, so don't think of Chick Corea or anything <laughs> like that. Um, think of a fusion in terms of Gen- like, genre fusion, not gen- jazz fusion. Yes. <laughs> and so she brings together all these disparate worlds of music into one extremely brightly lit pop palette. She actually has two contenders for Song of the Summer. So the one we just heard, Old Couture, and then uh, a little while back, she did a single with J Balvin called Kun Otura. But I love this one just slightly more than the J Balvin track, which is saying a lot because they're both these big, boisterous pop songs. Old Couture is kind of both a celebration and a poking fun at uh, high fashion. Right. And so this one is celebrating the culture of the nail salon, and particularly in Latina and Romani women. What makes this scream summer to me is that melange of sounds mm-hmm. and those 
big, bright horns uh, by the producer El Gincho, who works with Rosalia a lot. It'd be very easy to say that El Gincho is pinching a little bit off from Beyonce's countdown mm-hmm. <laughs> and those horns. But this is kind of what Rosalia does. She she picks from all the best places and she finds like a world in which all of them can coexist at once. So you, you hear those Beyonce horns, you hear some Latin trap, you hear some R&B, you hear reggaeton, and then you hear the sound that has been kind of a large part of who she is, and that's kind of like it's the syncopated flamenco claps that right. are like very consistent throughout the entire song. And the thing is, this song's very repetitive. It's in and out in two and a half minutes. Yep. Like, first chorus, first chorus, there's that tiny bridge, and then you're done. Yeah, it is just it is just depositing an earworm in your brain and then just fleeing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe slashing you and then going exactly. away on, on the way. Yeah. <laughs> Great pick, Rosalia. Thank you so much, Lars Gottrich. Thank you, Stephen Thompson. So often we think about songs of the summer as uh, pop bangers. What's going to dominate your radio playlist or your or your or your your beach boombox for everybody who's still carrying around boomboxes? They don't necessarily think about NPR classical. And they should. But they should. So I brought in my pal and yours, Tom Heisinger from NPR's Classical Desk, to uh, talk about his song of the summer. Wait a minute. You've, you, you've chosen me for the song of the summer podcast? That's, that's, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> well, after all, Stephen, uh, classical music is a whopping 1% of the music consumed in the U.S. in 2018. Wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> Watch your back, jazz. <laughs> well, jazz is at 1.1%, so... We're creeping up there. All right. Well, give it, give it to us. All right. Well, like you said, you know, classical music isn't necessarily known for its, like, you know, booty-shaking beats. But I do have something that's all about rhythm. All right. And it's a song called Torched and Wrecked by Third Coast Percussion. Hit it. No, I think that's worthy of like, you know, rolling the windows down in the car and cranking it. It's a little throb to it. It's also really great music to drive to, I think. It's like the short ride in a a fast sports car. (laughs) So let me tell you about the group, Third Coast Percussion. They are from Chicago. They've won a Grammy. And they're four guys. And they have some of the, really the most reputable composers writing music for them today. In fact, this Piece Torched and Wrecked comes from an album that has a piece uh, written for them by Philip Glass. Also, Gavin Bryars has written for them and Augusta Reed Thomas. But so they have all these important composers writing for them. But there's also one of the members of the group, David Skidmore, who wrote Torched and Wrecked. And he has written a number of pieces on uh, their recent record. And Torch and Wreck is part of a suite of pieces called Aliens with Extraordinary Abilities. What I love about the music, Stephen, is that you get engulfed in these intertwining layers of rhythms. And if you listen closely, different sounds and shapes and patterns will pop out kind of like from a Persian carpet or something. And you keep looking at it and these shapes keep popping out and even little melodies, too. And so what you have here in the music, you've got just uh, two guys on marimba, and you've got a guy on vibraphone, and then you've got a guy just banging on pipes. (laughs) 
These are galvanized pipes that you can find at the hardware store. They cut them to specific lengths to get their pitches. And uh, Sean Connors, in this case, one of the members of the group, is just banging like mad on these things. And it's, uh, it's wonderful. Third Coast Percussion. I got to throw in a quick shout out to the NPR Classical playlist uh, that just went up at NPR Music. Tom, if you don't mind my saying, is a remarkable curator with very broad and exciting tastes and, and a, a really wide open palette. Uh, get lost in this NPR Classical playlist at, at, at NPR Music. Uh, Tom, uh, you are a pleasure as always. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for asking. Okay, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will play and talk about even more Songs of the Summer, so stick around. This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. With the Capital One Saver Card, you can earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment. That means 4% on checking out that new French restaurant and 4% on bowling with your friends. You'll also earn 2% cash back at grocery stores and 1% on all other purchases. Now when you go out, you cash in. Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. What if video games could help you and your child bond and learn important skills? NPR's Life Kit for Parenting is taking on screen time. One of the big things we're working on right now is the concept of resiliency and not quitting when something is hard. Sometimes we lose and lose and lose. And games are great with that. Check out Life Kit's new guide on screen time or subscribe to Life Kit All Guides for all of our episodes all in one place. All right, next up, Anastasia Siolkas. Now, Anastasia, you have brought something truly excellent. I think you and I are both huge admirers of this artist, right? Yes. So we're talking about Lizzo and her song Juice, but honestly, I would have happily picked like five of her songs to do this as like absolutely my song of the summer. I am such a fan. Well, let's hear a little bit of Juice. That's how I roll from shining. You know, there's no wrong answer when we ask people to bring in their song of the summer. But this is the right answer. This is the bestest answer, really. (laughs) (laughs) But but you also, you mentioned that there are numerous songs from this album, Because I Love You, that would also be stand-ins for for Song of the Summer. Truth Hurts is actually, I guess, a bigger hit. So yeah, this other song of hers, Truth Hurts, is really having a moment. It's profiled in the film on Netflix called Someone Great, and Gina Rodriguez and DeWanda Wise are dancing around to it, and it's perfection in its own way. But Juice has a very special place in my heart, and I feel like I have to mention for our compatriots that some of our friends on NPR Music who put together a playlist called Rosé Wave, Yes, this is the song that starts it out is juice. And I mean, it's just so joyous, right? And there's so much self-love. And there's that line we just heard, if I'm shining, everybody going to shine, that I was like, I would like to make that my motto of 2019. We have not uh, dropped it yet. She performed a Tiny Desk concert earlier this year. I cannot wait for that. It turned out so 
incredibly well. She is everything that you hope she is and more. And just a really remarkable vocal talent as well. And stage presence and like a, a presence presence and internet presence. Yeah, and, and she is. And Juice is a wonderful, wonderful pick for a song of the summer. It is certainly one of my absolute topmost songs of the summer and a jam that I've been living with and loving for, for months and months now. Great pick. Anastasia Silkas, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Stephen. Next up, so excited to have him on the show for the very first time, Bobby Carter. Welcome. What's up, Steven? It is a pleasure to have you here. Give us your song of the summer. My song of the summer is by a Jamaican artist by the name of Coffee, and the song is called Toast. So, Bobby, tell us a little bit about Coffee. I know she's been on a lot of, like, next big thing lists. Yes, yes, yes. She is still up and coming, but she's really exploded over the past few months. She's a protege of another NPR favorite from Jamaica by the name of Chronics, who we've had at the Tiny Desk before. She's just blown up with this song, uh, Toast. It was actually released uh, late 2018 and re-released with her EP, Rapture, earlier this year. The song just falls in that sweet spot of what a summer jam to me is, and that's in like the 95, 100 BPM range, beats per minute range. Spoken like a true DJ. You know, and as a DJ, this song over the past, basically all year, it's, it's been in my set list. Uh, it's, it's a staple in my set list. And it's, it's reggae, it's dancehall, and dancehall just sounds better in the summertime. Early on in the club, no one knew what the song was, but they just, I knew the reaction. They just danced to it. They kept yeah. it going. So I think just the reaction from the crowd and, of course, what she's talking about. I mean, when you stop dancing and you stop and listen to the lyrics, it's essentially a gospel record. She's talking mm-hmm. about constant blessings and she's talking about gratitude is a must. And I think that's really unusual for a 19-year-old rapper to break out and immediately give give it up to God and, and, and show that she's grateful to God in her first breakout song. Nice. I love it. Thank you so much, Bobby Carter. My man. All right, Steven. We have one final guest on this, our Songs of the Summer Spectacular, my treasured colleague, Lindsay McKenna. Welcome, Lindsay. Thank you, Stephen Thompson. Can I start with a story? Yeah, please. Okay, here we go. A couple weeks ago, I went home. I went home from Memorial Day weekend. We were having a pool party, as you do in Florida. Myself, my family, um, my younger brother was there. We love each other very much, but we're very different. So my brother takes the aux cord, which is usually what I do at parties, and he puts on a remix of a song called Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Now, what you need to know is that my brother makes fun of me at every opportunity, and yet I completely love that song as well. So the entire household, it turns out, is in agreement over Billie Eilish's Bad Guy. Ah. All right, let's hear it. So you're a tough guy, like you really rough guy, just can't get enough guy, just always so puff guy. I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh. 
So Billie Eilish is a literal teenager. So what I love about this song and why I think it appeals to both my brother and I, and maybe you, hopefully you, dear listener, is that she's taken all these elements in a way that makes it clear that genre is just completely irrelevant. That duh, like that's truly to me what Gen Z thinks of genre, that you hear Lord and you hear Lana Del Rey, but you also have like the sort of morbid Tyler, the creator undercurrents. And why does that work in the summer? I'm sorry, I can't tell you why. I don't know if it's a summer song, but I do know that it is kind of universal. And that's why it should be your song of the summer. Nice. Uh, my song is just absolutely fantastic. And and Not For Nothing features the, maybe the best video I have seen in maybe years. Wow. The Swedish singer Tovlo. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's hear a little bit of the song, Glad He's Gone. Did you go down on his birthday? Yep. Did you let him leave a necklace? Yep. Or did you show him? I have listened to this song like 4,000 times since, since it came out. And there is so much going on here. She's holding both sides of this conversation with a friend who has just who has just left this terrible relationship. And she is the comforting friend on the other side of the phone. And they're having this sexually frank conversation. But the song ultimately swells into something that is about the primacy of friendship. And that is a very universal experience. I think anybody who has been in romantic relationships or has friends who've been in romantic relationships has had one of these conversations about like, did this person treat you right? I'm going to step in and tell you that guy sucked. And and those are those are very universal feelings and yet her phrasing in this song is so beautiful. The way she sings did did you give into his ego just to give a little confidence. First of all, her phrasing on that is is just gorgeous. But it is one of those things where in this frothy pop song you suddenly have like oh man, have I done that? Oh, somebody has somebody done that for me. You know the the you suddenly see yourself in that song somewhere. Which is the best pop. A lot of the songs that we talk about as songs of the summer will use words like sugary. Mm-hmm. You know that that there's a sweetness to them that they're frothy right. that they, you know I've used, even used the word frothy to describe this song. But Tovlo brings salt. Mm. And I think that that is a really key ingredient in a lot of these songs that stick with us and speak to our experiences in really truthful ways. I love this song. I don't know if it's going to be the hit song of the summer. I hope it is. But if nothing else, it is one you absolutely want on your playlist. An impassioned plea. Well, we want to hear about your song of the summer. Come and find us at facebook.com slash PCHH and on Twitter at PCHH. And speaking of Twitter, you can find all of today's guests there. Marissa LaRusso is at MRSSLRSS. Lindsay McKenna is at Lindsay McKay. That's Lindsay with two Ys. And Bobby Carter is at DJ Cousin B. That's Cousin with two Zs. Ann Powers is at Ann K. Powers. You can find Lars Gottrich at Total Vibration. Anastasia Siolkas is at Anastasia T. Tom Heisinger is at NP classical and sydney madden is at sid underscore madden gotta give a shout out to our engineer natasha branch she is on twitter at natasha branch that brings us to the end of our show thank you so much for listening to pop culture happy hour from npr and if you have a second and you're so inclined please subscribe to our newsletter at npr.org slash pop culture newsletter we will see you all right back here on friday